right. Hello, idiots on parade. The too ugly for TV podcast. We mock the news so you don't have to. With me, as always, is Jake Vevra, stand-up comedian in New York. Hello, Jake. How's it going? And we have a special guest, a funny fella I got to meet and hang out with the other week in Traverse City, Michigan, Johnny Mockney. Hello. Hey, guys. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for being on. I am Nathan Timmel, stand-up comedian in Iowa City, and let's jump in. The the first thing I want to talk about, Johnny, I didn't tell you this. When I send the links out, we don't do them in order. It's just I sort of look and like, oh, and the first thing I want to talk about, while it is not big news to the outside world, could be big news to us, the Jim mm. Florentine status. Did you both click and read that? Yeah, I saw yeah. that. I'd seen that posted. Yeah. I, uh, so for people that don't know, basically, I, I could click and read it. I'll, I'll skim read it, so I'm not reading the whole thing, but... He got canceled from a comedy club. He and three other comedians, uh, they got fired in advance. Uh, we're talking dates out to October and September, uh, May. They all got like the, the, the comedy club wrote after careful consideration and discussions with our team, investors, local comedians, and here's my favorite part, neighborhood advocacy groups. We've encountered a challenging situation that requires us to revisit the planned shows. Basically, they sat down and said, ooh, we booked some comics that some people find frightening. And I didn't, I, I didn't know a lot. Jake, you're New York. From what I understand, these are basically libertarian comics, and they have just sort of their own points of view of life. And the, the club is in a very progressive, woke part of town, admittedly, as part of the post that they say, we are listening to advocacy groups, and these guys challenge our beliefs with their jokes and so they said we're firing them i'll i'll i have my thoughts i'll open it up johnny you're the guest you go first with your thoughts and then we can just round table what everybody thinks of this development sure yeah i mean the looking at the comics that were on the list of people that they fired so there was like lewis j gomez and like kurt metzger um and i mean i wouldn't even say they're like you said libertarian, like Louis J. Gomez is a guy who like, I think outright rejects politics. Uh, okay. and then like Kurt Metzger is kind of like a, what they call like a dirt bag left, you know, kind of guy. Uh, but like, yeah, I don't know. My, my initial thought was like, Hey, that's totally within the right if they want to do that. But also I can't understand like why you would want to pigeonhole your club in such a way, you know, particularly with, you know, the names with modest followings that these guys have. I'm, you know, not quite sure why they would want to like just make their audience even more exclusive, you know? Right. My thought, my first thought was, yeah, a business can do whatever it wants. It's not censorship. It, it is cancel culture, culture adjacent. Yeah. I mean, because they are canceling They're They're saying we don't, I, I, I'm going to be honest, I was unfamiliar with all of them except for Jim Florentine, so I looked him up. I heard one guy make a gay joke, and I, I guess in a progressive series, that'd be like, oh my God, he made a gay joke. But my thought was, I googled Seattle, I've never been there, I, three comedy clubs came up immediately. My first thought was, well, I hope one of the other two comedy clubs goes, oh, we can cash in on this. We're going to be known for letting adults make choices. Uh, and, and a comedy club should be about original and funny, like... This week, we have a straight white male. Next week, we have a gay black female. Next week, we have a juggler, then a magician, then a hypnotist, then we have a storyteller, then a setup and punchline. Adults should be able to make their own choices. And like you just said, Johnny, if you were pigeonhole, great, you're going to cater to one audience. 
you better hope that audience turns out nonstop because if you don't have a variety, then right. once your audience is like, well, I went last week or last month, you, you need to have a variety. But Jake. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, I, I know who all these guys are. In fact, uh, two of them are on the Legion of Skanks podcast. You know, well, that's where I got Libertarian from. Yeah. I looked it up yeah. and I, I, that's where I made my Dave, Dave I Smith. Dave yeah. Smith's like a big libertarian yeah, guy. Dave Smith is a big libertarian guy. His his own personal podcast, he does a lot of that. Uh, I think he like ran on the libertarian ticket or something like that in some elections and stuff. Like it's, but then again, like like libertarians will. It's it's not. They don't have as big a following as a political party as they used to back in the day on a national level. So it's it's kind of whatever. That said. Uh, I think the Legion of Skanks podcast is hilarious. I get why it might be a little too out there for Seattle. That said, just don't book them in the first place if that's how you're going to be. You know what I mean? Don't book them and then unbook them with this self-righteous bullshit. I get why a Look comedy club in Seattle. Exactly. I forgot to say that. Like, if you don't, I had the idea when I researched them. I had the impression that they went, oh, these guys have a popular podcast. Let's book them without knowing anything about them. Research your comedians. What you, like you said, it was a bullshit. My favorite part, I'll just quick say this and then I'll shut up again, was toward the end, he wrote, we truly value the art of comedy and the diverse perspectives it brings to our lives. Uh, you just, that, that's an outright fucking lie. Yeah, like, you just said right. we, don't, we want united thought. If, if you're just doing that specifically on the content of, of whatever the hell they're doing, don't then uh, do, a, do a yoga pose to suck your own dick about how much you love diversity within your club. No, you don't. You like a diverse-looking flyer and everybody else saying the same shit that you agree with. That said, like, it's, not, it's not even so much a political thing with, with, with these guys. It's more like, well, they, they do... Uh, you know they they do they they'll do racial humor and stuff like pretty hard. They go pretty hard. I mean they have they have clips on their they have segments on their their podcast where they will play uh, viral clips of like white people using the n word in public, and it's a, it's and then they all have to vote on it's a game called who's most justified in using the n word, right? <laughs> and so it's like it, like it's out there. You know what I mean? Like I I get why Seattle would be a little bit. Eh, but yeah. but my thing is, if you're going to be that way, just don't book them in the first place. Yeah. And then if you are going to do it, don't throw this shit on there about how, like, no, we, we value all points of view. We value diversity and perspectives. No, you don't. You just said in the previous seven paragraphs of this whole long bullshit email that you're firing them because of their perspectives and things. So, so don't, don't do this and then babble about diversity. It's bullshit. I think what these guys do, though, because I, I know you, it surprises me you haven't heard of these guys. I mean, um, Kurt Metzger. I'm very isolated. I live in Iowa, remember? Well, yeah, but you tour and stuff. I, 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 either way, it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Kurt Metzger like, wrote for Amy Schumer. and he's, he's I, got, heard, I've, I heard a yeah. couple of the names. I just yeah. wasn't familiar with them. It's like, oh, Kurt Metzger, right. I know that name. Yeah. They're all funny, man. And, and, and they're big enough, especially... Um, Luis J. Gomez and David Smith with the Legion of Skanks, they, they have something called Skank Fest that yeah. they, they will fucking pack theaters for that. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. a huge, massive venue. What I think these guys should do is use their platform, use their podcast together, use their own separate podcast, any social media they have to kind of drum up their base about this and then fucking rent out a theater and on nights where they've got some headliner that's going to sit up there and cry and cut themselves and whine about social stuff <laughs> in, in, in very unfunny but important long monologues with no punch. Like, like, wait until they got somebody like that. 
and then just fucking rent a, rent a theater in town, uh, pack it out, and then show them why they were wrong. I, I, not to harp on this, but that was the one thing I thought was funny was the, we honor a diverse, like, oh, uh, Luis Gomez, that, that, hmm, what is that, that, that doesn't scream <laughs> white guy to me. If you look him up, he seems diverse, is it? I thought you liked diversity. Are you, are you casting on, are you hiring on? Yeah, so that, that was amusing to well, me. Well, they do as long as they're saying things that they agree with. I, right. That's, that's My name is Luis Gomez and like. I am oppressed. It's oh. people who look different but say the same thing. That's kind yeah. of what they're going for with that. Yeah. It feels like with that part at the end of the email, they're kind of getting ahead of what they know the response will be. You know, like right. they're right. they're kind of covering their asses a little bit. Uh but the funny like irony to it is like, A, I first heard about this because I saw Lewis tweet about it. And honestly, I thought his response was pretty classy. He was just kind of like, hey, it's the right, whatever, we'll book other dates. Uh, yeah, right. but then quarantine I, said the same thing. He just sort of, I guess, I better clean up my act. That was it. Didn't didn't right. complain. Didn't bitch. Right. Uh, and then also, Metzger I mean, was pissed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. on brand. Yeah. I. Uh, but I. He was like, petty. It was great. It was funny though. <laughs> the irony of it all is like if you look at the type of comics that Legion of Skanks cultivates, like Skankfest is always uh, always has a very diverse lineup. Yeah. Uh, you look at the last episode, you know, I'll tune in every now and then the last episode I saw Legion of Skanks, they had like Michael Che from SNL and, uh, uh, like Janine Garofalo was on. Neither of those are like right wing people, you no. know, it, it was just uh, like, they're pretty open to like kind of having anybody. I, I think so too. I think it gets too much of a, of a, a it, it, it gets sort of pigeonholed by people who don't listen to the podcast, haven't have only seen little clips here and there of of that's always the way it is. This goes now, back now to Johnny it. won't remember this. Election ninety-six, when Bob Dole said, uh, these movies are un-American, and then when press is like, Well, I haven't seen them, but people told me to say that. It's like, yeah, it's always the well, this is what we think. And even when I said up front, I said libertarian because that's what I saw. It definitely was not when I when I looked into it. I didn't see any like, yeah, fucking Trump, yeah, fuck liberals, fuck Nancy Pelosi. No, it was just like we believe in freedom of speech, and you know, I didn't see anything wrong with what they did. It there, yeah, it's not. It's not that podcast never gets brought up on that show, but it's not. It's not the focus of it. It now that said, they will do uh, very. Uh, I, I will say. I'll say heavy like um, jokes about like race and sexuality, yeah. things like that. So I, I could see why that wouldn't mesh well with a comedy club owner in Seattle. That said, it's not like these guys are fucking unknown. Like you knew if you're a comedy club booker and you didn't know who these guys were, you should you should hang yourself because you will be that bad at whatever else you do. This is an easy one to know who these guys are. If your only job is knowing comedians, you don't know who the Legion of Skanks are. You don't know what they're about. Fucking kill yourself. You're too dumb to boil fries at McDonald's. No one, no one will take you. If they do, they're you're gonna fuck that up too. I think I honestly, I don't think they're wrong in 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 not having these guys perform. I just think that whoever wrote that letter should kill themselves. That, that's all I'm saying. I think that's a little too harsh. They shouldn't kill themselves. They should just castrate themselves. Never breed. I ju you you can live your life. Just never breed and raise little ewes because you're you're dumb and we don't need any more dumb people on the planet. Yeah, I'll take a vasectomy. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like if if, if they're gonna live, I don't think they gotta go nuts. All right. No. Honestly, I, you want to move I, on? Or, oh, Johnny. Final final thoughts on Johnny. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I was going to say, I, I lean towards the, you know, vasectomy idea, but I also, like... 90% of what's kind of cringy about this is the wording of the email. You know, yeah. at the end of the day, if it was just like, hey, we don't think you're going to mesh really well with our crowd. Sorry. You know, that's yeah, fine. It, a little, right. this is on us. We, we, uh, you know, given our yes. location, given our audiences, our bad, yeah. we fucked up. If, if you, yeah, yeah. If, if there was, if it was a little more honest, a little more human with that email, instead of this long, mm, here's our prepared statement. On how we're doing the right thing based on our activists and our blah 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 blah. If if they yeah, would have just why said, is like, an advocacy group getting involved with a comedy club booking? And the one word that jumped out to a lot of people when I reposted it, they said, you know what? Fuck anybody that uses the word ethos in an email like that. Yeah, like right. that just this jumped is, out. They're oh, like, oh ethos. fuck this club. No, just go listen, man. Um, on a personal level, I'm I'm a fan of you guys. We live in Seattle. We've been taking way more flack than we thought we would. Unfortunately, we got business partners. We got, I'm so sorry. Yeah. I really hope you guys the best. If you want me to, like, if if this if it email read like pandered that. to the fucking audience that they're they're yeah. capitulating to, right? It didn't. Right. Apply. It was like, group. And it's a private email. It's like, did they expect all of them would applaud after reading it? Like, yeah. Right. <laughs> right. It, it, did they think that Louis J. Gomez was gonna and David Smith were gonna read that email and go, oh wow. They're really producing comedy that's important. And they're listening to advocacy groups and they're really looking out for people. Oh my God. Oh my God. That, they were not going to do that. They yes, were not going to yes, do that. Yes. I, right. I don't know what these neighborhood advocacy groups were worried about with a comedy show. If anything, the, neighbor the, the neighborhood advocacy groups should be keeping clean comics out of there because I, I, Cosby was the one raping everybody. You, you know what I mean? They should have the, the neighborhood advocacy groups i don't know what the hell that means but if you're worried about the neighborhood go for the clean comics in the sweaters man they're the ones with the roofies stop screaming over there i have never been a part of a neighborhood advocacy group and i hope never to be all right next story i hope to christ this is true after I remember reading a neighborhood it, advocacy group one day shot a kid in florida for having skittles they kind of i, I was gonna say the same like thing. they sound like the woke <laughs> version of that they really do <laughs> I googled this story and I hope to fuck it's true because the only places I could find it referred back to this the one I sent there it never made at least as of when I found it uh, February 18th was the date 2024 uh the daily costs kind of kind of a biased source but you know a right-wing family moved to Russia to escape LGBTQ trans, but now they're ready to get out. And it is the most delicious story you've ever read. And my favorite part is, you read that headline, a right-wing family, and then you get the first sentence, a right-wing Canadian family. It's not like, you know, Alabama, Georgia, Florida. No, no, this is Canada. Family of 11, okay, yeah, pushing out the kids like they're supposed to be fruitful and multiply, has had just enough about gay people in his country. Quote, we didn't feel safe for our children there in the future anymore. He told Russian media there's a lot of left-wing ideology, LGBTQ, trans, just a lot of things that we don't agree with that they teach there now, and we wanted to get away for our children, so he moves to Russia, is told everything would be great because Russia's awesome. That's the, the Tucker Carlson stance, Russia's great. Well, they, put their, they sold their farm, put their money in a Russian bank, and they froze their assets because it was suspicious. They cannot get anyone to help them. And when they posted on social media, hey, this sucks, they got a visit from the secret police and had to take that post down. 
Oh my God. I love it when hateful, stupid bigots do stupid shit. I, I hope this is true. <laughs> I, I hope they get everything that, that's coming to them. They never get their money back. They're just left to rot in this fucking shithole dictatorship of a country known as Russia. Yeah, this all Tucker, Johnny Last, you go. You started talking. Jump in. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, uh, sorry. I, I was. Oh, I said Jake. I started with you uh, last time, Johnny. Oh, I said sorry. Jake. Yeah, yeah. Go for I it, Jake. Go for it. Um, yeah. Hey, the dad had a T-shirt on that said, "I'd rather see my son in a gulag than a dress." That was his. Uh, <laughs> he, he. It was. It's a popular shirt that's been going around uh, rural Canada. I like. I like the idea of a right-wing Canadian. Even when they storm the capital, they still say sorry. So it's not quite as bad. I don't think. But yes, yes, yeah, it's one of those things you kind of feel bad for him a little bit. No, no, I do not. Like, I mean, I I feel bad for like the kids. I mean, I for sure feel bad for the kids. And even even the family, I kind of feel I watched the guy's video a bit. I'm like, he seems like a nice enough guy. He's just been fucking brainwashed by this right wing nonsense online. But it's like. You can Google Russia to see what they're about. I feel the same way about this guy's. I do those stupid ISIS brides that went over and it, 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 like flew over from here, and then like I'm gonna go get a new husband in ISIS. It's gonna be it's gonna be like Barbie's dream has, castle, but with the burka. Oh my god, he's beating me. Day one, I just got <laughs> off the plane. Son of a bitch. They really are like and this, you know. I just like, got yeah, off the plane and I'm pregnant because it's yeah. about breeding. Right. Yeah. He <laughs> he's punching me for being too pregnant. He's punching me for being pregnant during Ramadan. I didn't even know that was a sin. Son of a bitch. He's know? punching me for not being pregnant enough. Yeah, yeah. And and so it, you can Google that. There's enough sources. And, and I get that there's, okay, well, the, the Western pro-United States media might not necessarily be fair to Russia. Okay, I get it. The The... The Western imperialist media like might not be fair to Islam, right? But it the 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 ISIS brides could have looked at enough sources and been like, oh no, this isn't just some normal Muslim group that I'm my marrying into. I'm marrying into fucking ISIS. Like this yeah. is crazy. This guy could look up and be like, this isn't just some government that that is at odds with the US. Like they got gulags. This is it's like a well documented thing. You can find enough sources that aren't, you know, the the Wall Street Journal that aren't you, you know, you can find shit from all around the world that will kind of tell you what these guys are about. So and have been about for a long time. I I I just I can't believe what the hell this this guy did with all these kids. I, I'd be pissed if I was these kids because you know some of these kids are like teenagers and shit and they're like dad I was playing hockey eh I mean, I know they got pond hockey here, but like, I'm going to a fucking gulag because I said I don't like. I said that the skates don't fit good. Now they're throwing me in a camp, Dan. Come on. Well, it's it not sucks. just that, but the scientific study. I, I I don't know if it's ever been disproven, but it says the more kids you have, the more likely that one of the younger ones is going to be gay. I don't know what the science behind it, but that's it's been. And so one of those eleven is probably something the dad hates, Johnny. Uh, I just want to know if this is all Tucker Carlson's fault because, you know, he just did that. I think he kind just did is. that thing. He went to Russia and he was like, hey, it's actually really great over here. And, and I think it's kind of funny altogether that we're in such a this side or that type of thing with politics that uh, somehow we've gotten to a point where right wing people have to like Russia now. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, yeah. And, you know, like that's ideologically on the right side to them. Uh, but props to the they guy. They have to like Russia and still love Reagan. 
Yes, which is yeah, bizarre. Um, but I, uh, I, you know, props to the guy for the fact that at least he didn't like pretend things are going well. You know, I think far like further right wing delusion would be like you see him like with his family shitting in boxes on the side of the street. It's, suddenly he has seven kids and he's not talking about it, and he's just like, no, things are great over here. Uh, so at least he. Um, at least he owned up to it. <laughs> it's like this was a mistake because right, I can yeah, see plenty I of people not get doing out of that. there. I mean, I just hope I hope he can still get out of there because back to what I was saying about you can just kind of find things. Look at fucking Brittany Griner. You, you know what I mean? Like this just happened with Brittany Griner, and it's like, what do you? Why anybody that's voluntarily going over there after what happened to her? is an asshole. Like I get, I get people being like, I don't like the government here, or I think people are lying about the government there. It's, it's like, well, uh, is Brittany Griner a crisis actor? What are we talking about? She didn't fake that whole thing. She didn't, she didn't cut off all of her dreads for no reason. You know, that's, that's ridiculous. But I did. I guess like where I get lost is that what you just said is like, I get the whole, I, I don't like the government. I want to protect my kids. Everybody does. But the, the, the step that's too far for me is, I want to protect my kids from gay and trans people. Like, what right. are you protecting them from? My favorite, like, oh, no. They got those over there, too. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, my, my favorite thing ever is yeah, but whenever, they're cool. uh, you don't in see the past much. year, right. whenever in the past year there's been a, an, an FBI CAA sex ring bust where they go arrest sex traffickers, someone posts, oh, look, zero drag queens. You know, like, it's, it's, it's always straight. Men that get busted in these as like so you're protecting them from things you don't need to protect them from. Well, that's just yeah, and I I know I've said on here before, but any any guy who's like the the dad here who's going well, uh, these pro gay and trans laws and things like this, it's it's trying to turn my kids gay and trans. Like okay, if it, if it's it, if just accepting gay and trans people is going to turn your kids gay and trans. It, it, that's your theory. Uh, my my question to you, sir, is how many times would a guy in a dress have to read you green eggs and ham before you tucked your junk between your legs and blew me? If you have a number, you're already part rainbow. I don't know what percentage. I don't know what letter, but it's there. Like that. That's not just something you do because it's accepted. You, you do it because it's kind of already in you. My thought is, how many times did you take your kids to church before they went, oh, yeah, these uh, these fairy tales from the, the desert written by goat herders who didn't know where the sun went at night? That's all true. Like, how many times did you beat that shit into their head? Or did they come to that naturally where one day they woke up at age five and went, dad, dad, I've, I, I've heard of this book called the Bible. Jesus, you know, like, or, or is that something you kind of convinced them of? Right, right. These are the same people that, that thought that Harry Potter was like the devil or something until that lady started piping up about trans people. Then they were like, well, you know, hashtag not all warlocks. You know, Harry Potter's one of the good ones. So, same as the guys who like Kanye now, right? It's like, oh, you, didn't yeah. like uh -huh. you didn't like black people before. You definitely didn't listen to rap, but now you got to like Kanye because he's one of your guys. Now, yeah. Right? You, yeah. You, some guy in camos putting on Yeezys. Like, did you know that he makes <laughs> shoes too? This is great. It's like socks on the outside of your shoes. Well, they like the Yeezys until the Trump shoes dropped. Now they now it's the now they got the Trump shoes. Oh my god, I I I do love me some Trump shoes. That I it blows my mind. Did we talk about the Trump shoes last week? No, I remember? No, oh, we go didn't. ahead. Okay, all right. How the fuck did he do sneakers 
and not cowboy boots. He's got to know his demo. I'm telling you, if he put out Trump cowboy boots, Trump belt buckles, cowboy hat, like that, you got to know your demo. Nope, 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 nope. I'm going to cut you off right there. Did you not see the Fox commentator? He the, said, oh, yeah, flat I did out. see that guy. He said, Trump is now winning over black voters because black people like tennis shoes. He went on Fox and said that. No mincing <laughs> the words, no hinting. He literally said, Trump is winning over black voters now because blacks like tennis shoes. So maybe Trump, crazy like a fox, he already knows he's got the cowboy boot crowd. Maybe he is going for the black vote because according to Fox, they like tennis shoes. And if you have a tennis shoe, that's all you need to be president. I like the theory. However, the guy who said that clearly did not watch the reaction of the crowd in Philly at SneakerCon when that man was on stage. Uh, they were booing pretty badly. Personally, as as an Asian guy, I did not vote for Trump, but I am holding out for the Trump chopsticks before I make my opinion. Oh, shit, yeah, dude. Okay. He's going to have the, the Trump rice hats. <laughs> the Trump rice hats? Yeah. <laughs> the Trump the buck tea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going he's gonna to do it all, man. Uh, all right. Uh, this one I like because... But, but it no, make I, will, I will say that I think... Even if let's say that that Fox guy was kind of onto something and there was some small demo or I'll even say large demo of, of, of black voters who make exclusively sneaker based election votes. Right. <laughs> I, I would argue that by going on Fox news and like, you know how black people love their sneakers. Yeah. I would argue that's going to lose you more black voters than the yeah. sneaker thing would gain you black voters. And and furthermore, even the if there is a subsection of voters, black, white, whatever, who um, they care about sneakers more than politics, they're not going to vote. Those are called non-voters. So I, if anything, they're just going to buy the sneakers and walk anywhere but a ballot on election day. That's that, that is my favorite idea of a single-issued voter is the guy who's just like, well, if none of them have sneakers, I'm staying home. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just one guy. He's like, I never thought I'd vote for any president ever. But holy <laughs> shit, he's got his own kicks. He's got his own. I've been writing in Michael Jordan for decades. But finally, <laughs> someone on the ballot that I can put my, 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 my little check thing next to. I can fill in a bubble for once. I'm going to take what you said about the last subject and apply it to this one. If there is someone that's voting for Trump because of his sneakers, I think he kind of had a, an affection for Trump in the first place. I don't know that the sneakers pushed him over the edge. I think it was, I kind of like that, Trump. Holy shit, sneakers. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. A, a guy that's just sitting there going, man, I mean, he just went on TV last week and said that immigrants were poisoning the blood of America. But, um, I really love the way that goal looks on the red. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, I hate everything about the guy. But those are the best sneakers I've ever seen. I can't not vote for him. All right. This is the angriest I've ever been. 24-year-old astrologer lost 440000 by day trading crypto and now lives on credit card debt. Caleb That's how you know he's response. an astrologer and not a rocket scientist. What? <laughs> uh, personal finance YouTuber. So uh, YouTube financer Caleb Hanner has seen it all from models who just want to spend to 40-year-olds who outright refuse to work. But his most recent guest, a, a day trader on crypto. And he's, he's an astrologer. He literally, where's the sentence? I got to find it. I got to find it. Uh, he, he 
fuck, I can't find it. In in this article somewhere, I read he said like, well, I bought because Saturn was in retrograde or something like that. He had a reason to buy what he bought. And it's like, Jesus fucking Christ, dude. He lost 70% of his portfolio. Oh, here is it. The, the events happened to Roscoe were driven by the eclipse of Taurus and Scorpio. Well, so at least Lion there was a fucking reason. Scorpios. Never, never that. make financial decisions based on Scorpio. <laughs> Jupiter lies, bro. What a time to be alive that like a crypto bro is using like hippie white girl uh, terminology to describe his investments. That, that really tells yeah. me our nation is healing. You know, it is. <laughs> it is. Our chakras are finally getting in line. <laughs> My favorite was after reading this story, you know how the, the, the universe sort of works. And when I say the universe, the algorithms where if you click on a story, other things appear in your feed. I saw uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson, I can't say his name right, uh, just completely, very kindly shit on someone when it comes to astrology. He basically spelled it, he's like, all the Saturn doesn't give a fuck about you. Saturn's just out there being Saturn. Whatever Saturn's doing, it doesn't yeah. affect your life in the slightest. And it's like, yeah, but, but this guy, whatever he did, Eclipse of Taurus and Scorpio, I don't even know how... The, the two signs eclipse. I know planets, but I don't know how Taurus and Scorpio eclipse. Yeah, I, I don't either. All I know is that my sign is a Virgo, and my my second son, he is going to be born at the end of June, which means his sign is Cancer. So even back then, I feel like there was a lot of biases in the media. Like, doesn't it seem like just some ancient Greek dude just broke up with a lady that was born at the end of June or something? And he's just sitting there in his toga going, look at the stars. There are a bunch of whores, I say. A bunch of whores. Hands all up I another missed... dude's togas. There are a bunch of whores. I've I got 99 part... problems and a bitch is roughly 87% of those problems because I dated a cancer. bunch of whores. I, I, I didn't know you were like, having a boy. Uh, Did I miss that? That you announced that it was another boy? Yeah, it's another one. Well, all right. Twin boys. All right. Good, yep, good yep. on you. Two boys. Not twin, but you know what I mean. Two boys. Yep. Yep. Johnny. I've always, I've just always felt like zodiac signs were kind of created as a socially acceptable version of racism, you know, because like racism is out of date now. So we have to figure out another way to judge people by things that are out of their control, like how they were born. But also I'm a Capricorn that's right. and apparently that's a very Capricorn thing to think. So, you know, what it do is. I know? It is. Back in the 20s, they called them cappies, you know? <laughs> They're like, we don't want any cappies getting off the boat. See, man. No Irish, no cappies. No yep. Irish need apply, no cappies. Makes me think of Stanhope's old bit. Uh, oh, I'm a Virgo. I'm a Virgo. Just because you're, if your mom had blown you out of her vag two weeks earlier, you wouldn't be whatever, like whatever. Yeah, this has nothing to do. I like how the the financial guy described the the the, the guy who the as a ridiculous clown. That's in quotes. I mean, <laughs> at least he wasn't like trying to. Well, I hear where you're coming from, and you make some good points. Now, can I steer you in this direction? No, it's like, dude, you're fucking stupid. You're a ridiculous clown. You gotta appreciate the blunt honesty. Even for most people that talk about investing in crypto stuff. This is even nuttier. Most of them will talk about, well, you know, all these other, all these governments that are, have their own currencies, they're basing them on lies and nothing's based on gold anymore. And they'll start going into that. Um, but this guy just started going into the moon and shit about things being in retrograde. So it's like, I don't even know what the fuck you're talking about, bud. Like, this is crazy. That's good crazy, though. All right, final story. This didn't make as big a news as I thought it was because for a while, 
whenever this would hit, it would blow up um, both sides, but mostly Biden touts $1.2 billion in student loan relief with eye to 2024. So he's, he's eyeballing election. He thinks these people are going to vote for him, and maybe they will, because he, the, the thing that always got me when it did blow up is people would say, oh, how dare you forgive student loans? They took out the loans. They should repay them. And they never looked at the fine print, which said, if they've been paying this loan for over 10, 15, sometimes 20 years and not making a dent in it, and I, I have a friend who has that way. I don't know if she got her loan forgiven. I do know I have a personal friend I can call who said, yeah, I've been paying my loan for 15 years and I owe basically $1,000 more now than when I started. The fucking right. student loan interest rates and, and, and fine print, that's all a fucking scam. And I've heard in-depth NPR coverage of this, like podcasts where they break down the qualifications. It's not just, oh, you took out a loan. Yeah, it's forgiven. It's, oh, you took out a loan. You've been paying for 12 years. You've never missed a payment. And you're like a teacher or a nurse or it's like, it's not, they always go straight to, oh, you got a degree in gender studies and it turned out to be useless. Good for you. Ha ha. You should. It's always something. And so as much as I, I'm for it, I'm for it. Fuck it. If you've been paying a loan for 12 years and you're still paying it, it Fuck it. There's something corrupt in the system. You get, you're done. Yeah, we've spent a lot of money as a country on way dumber shit that helps yeah. way less people. That mostly only makes like six dudes who are already rich in like Connecticut and Texas a lot of fucking money. So, I mean, we've, we've destabilized whole regions of the planet just to make those six guys rich uh, and used a lot of tax dollars for doing it. So, I, I'm definitely for this. I just love how the, the, the 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 writing and the interest rates and and the way they're built in was just so kind of shady that it just keeps fucking people for years and it's being done by institutions that consider themselves so progressive oh we're all about helping out people of lower classes and things like that oh but sign here so we can take all your money for decades you need to buy my $600 textbook about geometry I was going to say, we're coming yeah. full circle. It's exactly like the letter from the comedy club at the opening of the show. <laughs> oh, we're so into yeah. whatever, but we're firing you. Johnny, we got to wrap it up. What are your thoughts on student loan forgiveness? Uh, I was just going to say, as a taxpayer, it makes my blood boil that my hardworking money is going to these beatniks when it should be funding a genocide in Yemen. So yeah. that's... <laughs> Yeah. There are so many good genocides we could be putting this money to, and instead you're helping college kids. You know, Every uh, college kid that gets its debt, debt paid is a kid in Yemen that's not getting blown up that probably should. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That money could have bought a missile. All that's right. right. They need to pull it. They need to, look, when I, I paid my college uh, uh, went by, by blowing dudes in alleyways to pay for my tuitions. Why can't these kids pull themselves up by their mouths, vaginas, and assholes like I did? There you go. Johnny, how do people find you? Promote yourself. Uh, well, you can follow my neighborhood advocacy group. Um, no, I'm kidding. Uh, you can uh, follow me on Instagram or TikTok at Johnny Mockney Comedy. I got a podcast called We Are Movies. I got another one called Chinese Rocket Force. And uh, I had a great time with you guys. Thanks for having me. No, I was glad to come on. You can find Jake on, at man. Jake Vevra on all the social medias. You can listen to Twisted Cupid. Watch it live on YouTube uh, every Thursday. Um, I can be found at at my website, nathantimmel.com, and 
This Thursday, February 29th, the leap year day, I am dropping my first ever hour. I guess it's called a special, but I, I nice. hired a production company and filmed it and it just got done editing. So this Thursday, go to YouTube and look for Nathan Timmel, Unapologetic, and there will be an hour of me professionally filmed telling uh, comedic stories that might not be acceptable in Seattle. All right, Johnny, thanks for hanging out with us. We should, well, let's do this again. Yeah, of course. Yeah, Thank thanks you for guys. being here, man. All right. I really appreciate Jake, it. Jake, give us a zinger. Any country that pays student loan debts is tyranny. I'm moving my kids to St. Petersburg. <laughs> <laughs>